2: Hello guys, AJ here from the Kiwi Hammer YouTube channel and all I
0: can say is I'm disappointed in the fact that Adama Traore, this is a player that we've been chasing for years, turns around and s- s- just pops up out of nowhere and scores that goal. I was happy for a 0-0 defeat and then we go and concede like that. I'm absolutely disgusted with the way that most of those players played. Um, Fabianski and Fredericks were probably the best players on the pitch um, and that sees it all right there.
1: Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. People of Britain and the colonies, what you heard at the beginning of this week's Stop Hammer Time was a piece of audio from uh, AJ the Kiwi Hammer who is a YouTuber from New Zealand, where Kiwis come from, the fruit and the birds. To discuss uh, that and uh, matters arising, but also the uh, source of that r- r- angry rant, the game of football we saw on the weekend, are, with me as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. It is noted radio producer, noted esteemed radio producer, George Mann is here. Good evening. Legendary sports journalist, legendary legendary sports journalist, and now YouTube sensation, very much like AJ the Hammer. I need
3: to pay you as a PR man, don't I, Phil? I do, I, 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 that's what I want. I want payment, (laughs) I demand payment for
1: that. It is, of course, Jim Munro. Hi,
3: fellas. Um, we'll have a
1: little, we'll have a little catch up with how good, uh, how, how, um, bad lad dad he
3: got it right he got, got it, it right Okay, well, punches in the pub dad. beforehand worked uh,
1: later and also uh, I uh, completely lost uh, like someone who slips into a coma lost an hour of my time Rediscovering your Pinterest page. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Page. Yeah. Well, West Ham page, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally, you know, when. Do you want oh, to shed the Jim does yeah. that Pinterest thing. Looked at it, and then it was about an hour and a quarter later. <laughs> so, um, it's a complete uh, drain of time, but brilliant. Um, so, uh, I think we're straight in essentially. Well, during, the, during the course of this podcast, we will, of yeah. course, talk about the Wolves game. Uh, the next game of football we play is there's an international break and then we what's our next game Everton, Everton away. away we'll talk about Everton away I can't go to that Jim, are you going I am going George yes. you going
3: I'm not but uh, I will be watching it on TV saving my credits for later in the yeah. season yeah, yeah yeah Jim no sadly been to mm. the last two matches but I'm having to miss this one
1: no oh, that's a shame I've been to all four all <laughs> four games all four games
3: that's why you're the host
1: yeah. What, what a life of disappointment I've had. So we'll talk about that, <laughs> talk about all that. And uh, matters arising, uh, the imminent uh, firing of Manuel Pellegrini, which we <laughs> just heard news of on the BBC website. He's being fired. No, he's not. He's. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding, of course. I'm kidding, of course. But uh, the Wolverhampton Wanderers game. Well, we saw um, uh, Jim Jim and myself. We were all at the... Uh, George, were you at the Arsenal game?
0: I wasn't, but I watched it in a Papi Mallorca Uh, The whole Ah, 90 minutes. And I had a. I oddly enjoyed it and I oddly encouraged, which was dashed very soon into. Dashed
1: after, yes. Oh, we yes. see you at a lot of away games don't we we, we, you we, we seem away. to, we seem yeah. to end
0: up at the same area yeah, i don't we know up why the same <laughs>
1: area of the ground uh, so you go away quite a lot george
0: well i can yeah. yeah i mean it's i i have to kind of rely on odds ends and beggings for tickets right. and sort of people you know uh, i went to spurs away because uh, somebody got sent to qatar on oh. the morning of the game and i was able to go around and pick the ticket up so are
1: they still alive <laughs> they are <ask laughs> they still alive
0: they do very dangerous yeah. things yeah. a lot they're in a they uh they weren't able to go out for a drink tomorrow night because I'm in Beirut. So. Oh
1: right mm. right right. Well, their loss is your gain. Yeah. Uh, their their life of danger uh, and uh, imminent discovery by ISIS is uh, your gain. And uh, yes, uh, yes, there were signs of recovery in that Arsenal game, and uh, those were sorely dashed, weren't they? Yeah.
3: Um, well, I think I said to you when I left when I left the Emirates. I actually thought maybe I'm getting old. I felt we've lost, but I felt encouraged. Mm. I thought the signs on the pitch there, there's a bit of gelling going on. Um, you'd see Arnautovic was uh, was making some decent runs, being picked up by Anderson. He yep. got some pace. Yes, uh, Balbuena was putting in some tough tackles. Diop was finally in the team. Albeit he had that own goal. But uh, yeah. we got we got you know, behind can, them almost at
2: will. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember going to Arsenal and seeing us create so many
3: clear cut. Mm. Chances. Yes, absolutely, we and, did, and, yes you know, um, yeah. I think there's real optimism yeah, off that Thinking yeah. there's signs here that yeah. things are actually Beginning to click into place
1: yeah. um, there's, a, there's a funny thing that happens, isn't there That, that uh, in a way what, la- what we lacked In the Wolf- Wolves game was um, This year's buzzword is gel Which we've already invoked once on the podcast mm-hmm. In the first two minutes Last season's word was intensity And okay. I think possibly t- 2016's word was high press the press yes. um and intensity was missing from the game on uh saturday uh we didn't really seem to get at them we uh we didn't seem to play like the home team we didn't
2: give them a hard well, I felt time we played like for most that we were already two nil up on aggregate mm. or three nil up on aggregate or something it just felt you know too many lazy passes not enough movement in front of the ball no um, people trying tricks and flicks when, you know, there was a simpler, simpler ball available. Yeah. You know, it was just, um, yeah, I think exactly that, that a lack of intensity. And, and it's inexplicable because it was, you know, not a must-win game, but it was, it it, it felt like a really important game to have got some kind of result in and, and uh, you know, could prove disastrous. In
1: sort of these, you know last couple of uh, fairly disastrous years, on the whole, when a game's come up and was a must-win game, we tended to win it, Mm. you know, under Moyes and Bilic for those two years. This is sort of too early in the season to be a must-win game. It felt like it was one, but in fact, I don't think the, you know, the psychology of the players was... we absolutely you've got to, to you've got to see
2: game. it in the context of a, of a of a of a tricky opening set of fixtures though yeah. haven't you yeah you do yeah, um yeah, yeah. you know we all knew that going to liverpool first game of the season was 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 likely to be a write-off even if we played well um arsenal's always uh, going to be a, a you know a tough assignment and we've got chelsea man united spurs coming up everton away we never do well yeah traditionally at everton away so those two home games are
3: where the where the wheels have mm. come off. It's yeah. not,
2: it, you know, and and they have been the massive disappointment. Haven't you? Well, I,
3: think, I mean, I, I, we've had several, sorry, George, but we've had several years of the fixture list not being kind to us at the start. Yeah. But as you say, you would have looked to Bournemouth and Wolves to not get a single point out of either match. Yeah. Um, it's very it comes to something when we were discussing before the game, we'd have actually... Been happy with the point just to get off the mark. Yeah. yeah. Um, The biggest thing for me was, as I mentioned, I left Arsenal and I felt quite optimistic despite the defeat. On Saturday, after Wolves, I felt sick to my stomach and that really (laughs) lasted with me for about two days, Mm. Monday before I could even watch Match of the Day. Yeah. Um, And I thought I I was beyond that. Um, It just seemed we'd we'd regressed already. Yes.
0: We've been fed so much stuff about the high hopes we have this season. This year is going to be different. It's it's not going to be the same. What they didn't tell us was going to be worse. And the problem what happened after Arsenal was that we saw why we had teams for uh, easy reasons for optimism. We had uh, Felipe Anderson going through the middle, linking up, sprinting. We had Sanchez sitting fairly deep and breaking up play when he was Mm. playing there. And Altsavis getting through the back. And for some reason, we stuck... Anderson didn't seem to be anywhere involved in the middle of the park no. against some very very tricky technical players with Wolves, mm. and if we didn't have that, why did he make those changes when there was no kind of plan to replace them? There was no, no. chance that we were going to go at them, mm. and like Jim said, you know, it was like an, you know we were two nil up before mm. you know before the start of the game, and yeah. we had no 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 level of ability to. Like make, make things change or make things happen. Yeah. I
1: mean, it was it was it, it was interesting. You know, the the responses in social media to the game were sort of um, mm. predicated on kind of defence, their ability to sort of defend and going, you know, you've got to play for ninety-five minutes. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. But basically, we we, you know, in the ninety-third minute, the away team that it's nil-nil should be desperate to kind of hang on to that draw, and they should be. Mm. Battered by the home team that are are trying to kind of get a win, we didn't. We we throughout the game didn't give them enough to think about, and then they were actually fairly fresh at the end of the game. I remember turning to Pete Ward sort of with about five or ten minutes to go and going, "I've got a bad feeling about this because they were just still in it." And you know, the home team nil nil. You get the feeling. The away team, the visiting team, should be clinging on to that yeah. a well earned draw away from home, and the home team should be battering them trying to get, you know, mm. trying to get a win. That just wasn't happening at all. They were fairly fresh. The one thing the that worried
0: game. me about the last half hour was that we told that we'd had a proper pre season. It wasn't like, a, you know, it wasn't going to be one of the famous Mark Noble circuses pre season. Yeah. But we seemed to die on our ass in the last half hour. They yeah. had four, mm. five clear chances. You had the, um, Number nine, whose name escapes me, sort of doing the Ronnie Rosenthal in front of yeah, Gary. Yeah, 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 And that was, that, you know, and there were two or three other chances before yeah. um, mm. the winner came in. And I, it just worries me that, you know, we, we, we brought in some, we do have some fairly sort of old players, but we had brought in some young, fresh mm, players, mm. and they weren't able to change things in a way that mm. would have improved us. No,
3: absolutely the only um, thing I would say is that um, I'm not trying to defend the performances at all because those players, what they are paid, what they cost and everything, we shouldn't be sitting here with four defeats. But the teams we played, probably exclude Arsenal, but Liverpool, Bournemouth and Wolves, even Wolves just coming up, have had fairly settled sides. Yeah. And they, they know the strengths, they know their weaknesses. I mean, how many times did Bournemouth come back last season and come back from a losing position and, and chisel points out of it? But they have we're, settled sides because they haven't ballsed up five transfer yeah. windows. Well, on exactly. the side. well, well That's my point. We're not a settled side. We've got six or seven new people yeah. who are trying to discover each other and they're not sure whether they're a first team player of the future because yeah. there's been a lot of substitutions and people coming in and going out. That's and it's, right. You do have you know, to
2: see things in context. You do. But on the other hand, um, I don't think it's with the benefit of hindsight. I think we were a lot of us were thinking as the transfer window was evolving. Mm. Um, that's potentially a lot of money to spend on a, a player with flair, clearly, but not necessarily a player who, who talk about Anderson, who's, yeah, who's con- consistently going to turn it on and, and, and kind of you know grab games by the by the scruff of the neck, and equally. We were wondering, well, when is he going to buy the player we really need, which is a commanding central slash defensive midfielder? And there, there, there was just a whiff of panic about the purchase of Sanchez right at the at the death, because that was a recognition of a, that's the position we needed, mm. and it was too late to get. Or the money had gone for getting the right the right person in that position. I don't think he had a. I mean, I from it was a like, howler. I didn't think he had a terrible game okay. against Wolves. I mean, I think the game against Wolves was just not a very good game of football. Um, and it was tight. You know, we did have chances, and and you know, um, it's all fine margins, but but. <laughs> it shouldn't have been allowed to be that there should have been that intensity that that, mm. that was the game they had to say in the first four games that has got to be the three points We've i wonder to what happened uh,
1: i wonder what happens to intensity because this this sort of happened a bit last season under Des Moises was was we 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 would get a couple of good results the chelsea and the arsenal and those were achieved through you know the Way we perceived it was that Moyes was finally sort of getting them fit after the slack, uh, Billich pie eating years, but, that, that, and yeah, yeah. but then there would be a game where sort of uh, mysteriously the intensities just disappeared again, and you're going, Come on, guys, you did it. You know, the last two yeah. games you've done, why aren't you doing it but, this time? But, and it felt very similar with the, with the Wolves game, I think. I think, um. That's right, George. I think there did seem to be, even though it's pretty much the same personnel as Arsenal, there seemed to be a slight redistribution of jobs that certainly took Anderson away from sort of straight up the middle, which is where it sort of seemed that he functioned best against Arsenal. Um, There is that kind of slight uh, imbalance, isn't there? Last week, I was sort of saying that people are, you know gen- on the whole seem to be on social media and stuff disappointed with wilshire but he's a little bit squeezed out because anderson comes inside and sort of snodgrass has got a bit of number 10 about him so they're kind of coming inside he did nothing in the,
2: in the first half on saturday did he? but i i thought he, he he took him off just as he was beginning to sort of influence yeah things a mm, little
1: bit. I, I thought that too yeah yeah um,
0: it just doesn't hang together as a team, in my book. I just can't no, yeah. see what he's trying to do. That, you know, yeah. It's all well to say we spent a hundred million pounds, but you can spend a hundred million pounds on crap, can't you? And mm. yeah, I'm not saying we have done, but you know, forty million pounds for a player that's played. Be told he's a Brazilian international. He's played seven minutes in a friendly three years ago. Mm. You know, and yeah, you know, Diop looks like a good buy. You know, but twenty-two million pounds for a guy—it's a
2: lot of money for a... Yeah, it, a it is for, for a twenty-one-year-old. Yeah.
0: yeah, but you know, he's. He's played consistently through. No, I like front. the look of him. I thought yeah, they looked so, good. Yeah, you know, I thought both of yeah. them were good on Saturday. But yeah. Sanchez, we bought Sanchez. He couldn't get a game for Frianti and he couldn't get a game for. Well, he played a substitute mainly for Espanyol last year. And I just wondered, you know, we were told this was going to be different. We were told that, you know, the transfer window is going to be researched, led by a director of football. And then you, you read stuff today about how, you know, it's four or five agents badgering Sullivan, telling him what he wants. Mm. And it seems to be that. All that stuff's just gone away. all that's done is that we've upped the budget, but we're still acting the same way and that's just madness, isn't it? If we just mm. you know, there's no point in putting more money into a crap system if you're not going to sort out the way the football club yeah. is run as you know, I said this before you know Gold and Sullivan have made their money in pornography, property, print and retail, and all those industries have changed massively the last 20 years they've made lots more money through adapting the way they do business, but they still want to be Doug Ellis. They still want to be, you know, I don't know, Bob Lord. You know, they want to be had that sort of mm. yeah, month for a mm-hmm. teenager, you know, the, you know, and run that way in that kind of personal fiefdom. And you just can't do it anymore.
3: No, no. I think I think what gave us more optimism for this season is obviously when we had this discussion in May about do we stick with Moyes? Do we want to see a new manager? I think George, you were very much got to have a new manager, and I think we were more of the opinion that we'll. Who are we going to get better than Moyes? Because who's going to want to come to West Ham?
1: It's just the change... In a way, the change just generally was the kind yeah. of uh, the, the frightening unknown. But then was throwing everything you get Pellegrini,
3: there. who's been at Real Madrid, who's, who's mm. won the Premier League. And you think, OK, they've made a statement. They've got someone who is, supposedly, a step up. But they've got to let him do things his own way. Now, Sullivan has been a lot quieter over these last couple of yeah? months. He's kept yeah. himself to himself. He's not been saying... You know, all the yeah, well all the, there's a copy of the evening standard being held up. <laughs> there's a lot of things that um that have gone on in the past that haven't happened. It's been more about here's Pellegrini and, and here's the people that he wants to get in the scene. But most but, of those came after a lot of the purchases. Or after a lot of the
0: targets were identified. So, mm-hmm. you know, Fredericks was here before Pe, you know, Pellegrini <laughs> was appointed. Yeah. And other players were kind of brought in, and you know, we know the amount of time it takes to do those business, that sort of business. Mm. And they were identified, and we knew Anderson from the end of last season that we were chasing him. And we told it wasn't going to happen, and maybe Pellegrini said, I want him. So they put the extra five million in or whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it's kind of a, a continuous process. The reason why I said about Moyes at the end of last season, because it just seemed that you know, it was going to be Sullivan kind of went back on his director of football thing. I'm going to be director of football working with David Moyes. And we just thought, no, please, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that you know, I think Moyes did a lot of great work last year, and it, we got a lot to thank him for. But you, know, you wanted a new system, you wanted that new era, mm. and I'm not sure we've got it. You, know, you talked about the standard. You, know, it's some things aren't happening. Well, let me show you the first thing. You know, a source close to the club says the manager has bought a team and he has to make it work. You know, and that's kind that of, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's <laughs> not come from. Yeah, that's not that's not come from uh, the ball boy, is it? I mean, it's no. come from a senior place. It's written by Ken Dyer. We know about Ken's the West, State West End, club, yeah. and he's very connected to the top echelons of the club so the message is being sent out now
1: let's hold that thought uh and uh listen to this message stop hammer time is backed for this season by ladbrooks Welcome back. Uh, Stop Hammer Time is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. To check the latest offers and prices created, especially for listeners, to this podcast, go to bet.westhampodcast.com. bet.westhampodcast.com is where you go for that. Um we were talking about Fredericks before the break. Um, he he's a little disappointing. I thought he, um, you know, the sort of step up from the championship mm. might be a little bigger than we imagined. Might be sort of seeing the golf there. I sort of thought he would be a little bit better. Our Kiwi friend thought he was one mm. of the better players. It's a f- mm. funny, isn't it? Knated. I mean, I he was watching it at three in the morning.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, our decision makings very poor. I, I, you know, I, I thought I, I
2: he's I thought, not
3: adapted well, has he? No. So far. I
2: mean, I thought he was decent at Arsenal. I thought, I thought he gave them trouble down, down, down that right hand side. Um, he was, he was strangely off it, wasn't on he? Saturday. On, on yeah, Saturday, yeah, um, Until he was completely out of position for the for the goal at the end, I thought Cresswell had a reasonable game on, yes, on that Saturday be had a good game. Um, you know we, we, just weren't, we just weren't out at the races on Saturday and, and teams are sometimes like that the point is that that's a game where we couldn't afford to be not be at the races. That's, but I think you know yeah, a lot of the emphasis
1: is on yeah. our kind of defensive frailties but the fact is we've scored one goal in open play yeah. in yeah. four games yeah. Yeah. we're not giving the other team enough to and, think and about. And struggle no. to score um, one struggle
2: yeah. to score one in a against a ten man Wimbledon um, yeah, you know, two two goals from, uh, well, a goal from set piece wasn't there. Well, how
3: the many times were we slinging the ball into the box uh, the weekend, and there was no one in the box to absolutely? The that, that was well, alarming. I mean, yeah. You
1: know, uh, um, Fredericks doesn't really seem to be able to pick out a cross. There's a couple of times I think it might have been Arsenal ball, but I can't remember where he. He didn't cross early. He made it all the way to the byline, dawdled on the byline, and then crossed when it was just far too late. And There's was just a lot cut out of, by a there is, there is. Um, Cresswell, uh, I think that was against uh, Watford at the weekend. Um, Wolves. Wolves at the weekend. Um, got to the byline, you know, he couldn't pick out a cross, but he hit it into kind of the head height danger zone, and went, attack this, and nobody did. And he threw his arms up in fury, going, you know, you've all had time to get into the box. Antonio, Yarmolenko, and Alnautovic. You have had time, because I've run all the way to the byline, run parallel to me, and one of you attack this fucking cross. And they didn't do it. and And, and... It was a speculative cross, and, and quite often those sort of make me angry uh, because they're pointless and go into <laughs> the goalkeeper's hands. But that was, well, this is all I can do now. Unless Andy Carroll's can... barreling yeah, his way into the box. Right. Yeah,
3: that's right. yeah. When, yeah. Arnautovic, isn't really an out-and-out striker, though, is he? When you look at it. I mean, like that, that shot he had on Saturday smacked into the keeper's face. Yeah. Just a little bit more composure there. He could have picked a spot, or perhaps not just try to blast it in. And he was head down as he, as he went in. There were times against Arsenal He was making the right runs But his finish wasn't there I I love Arnatovich, Don't get me wrong Um, I know he's been excellent for the club But he's not an out-and-out striker I mean, I think at
1: Arsenal I think at Arsenal If we'd done a bit better in those first few games. I think one or two of those more shots might have gone in. They were kind of snatched, mm. you know. Snod we actually grasses. injured himself against Arsenal yes, when he, he did, took
3: yeah. that shot from the Anderson cross. That's, yeah. that's when he injured himself. Yeah. He, he lay yeah. down on the pitch for about three yes, minutes after yeah, that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, there is, in the attacking third, you know, there is, and that's where we were most massively disappointing on, on Saturday, there is, there is still this sense that it isn't. Gelling that that they don't they did they aren't there are people running the same channels there are people not anticipating what other people are going to do there are just wrong options taken balls going astray and so on people trying to thread passes where it's crazy to try and thread a pass and um you know you sense that 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 that's partly kind of a confidence thing and it's and it's partly a, a, an unfamiliarity thing and one assumes that that will get just naturally better with time but with four defeats and yeah, the fixture so is coming half, up the yeah. their time really isn't there um, so they're going to have to dig out some performance I think some, something in me thinks they will dig out a performance against Chelsea or Man United I'd, I'm, I'm not I'm not in a state of despair yet to be no. honest um, and I think you know we've wanted a, a manager and a, a, who's going to be uncompromising in terms of wanting attacking football to you know not to be defensive not to play five at the back um, that's what you're going to get with this guy, and we knew that, that we were going to get it. And most people were celebrating the idea that we were mm. going to get it. Um, and I think you have to give any manager time. You have to give them time. And I know it's a tough and uncompromising league, but you know Palace lost their first what six or seven was it? Last, yeah, last I, know last. I know they changed the manager, but, um, <laughs> but uh, they lost the first few under Hodgson as well. I mean, it wasn't mm. just uh, it was October, uh, I think. Yeah, the first yeah. goal. Um, Point. And we've got you know we've got a much kinder set of fixtures coming up um in the late autumn, early, early winter. Yeah. I think, you know, it's way too early to be hitting but panic buttons. It does slightly worry me
0: that um I made a joke that this splurge could either go in the same way that Leicester did in twenty fifteen or the way that Everton did in twenty seventeen. I and mean, went under Kerman, I think, you know, the yeah. the the Hodgson thing like, and the Burr is slightly different. But yeah. I think the Kerman Everton thing is slightly more present and slightly more relevant to yeah. the way we've gone because we have got the players that we thought we were going to get we, you know, mm. we were told yeah. that we've had the players yeah. we needed yeah. and they're not working and I particularly about Fredericks I mean is he an upgrade on Byram?
1: no I don't think it is I think Byron's no. you know Byron's had a really rough ride from the fans he was good I, I think, I think it's what, just because I, people have barely seen him somehow in people's memories he's been compartmentalised as yeah. sort of a bad player as quite often fo- football fans do with injured players yeah, they, they basically go Q and Dyer fucking shit and you go no he's, he's not, not a shit no, but he he's, a, play- shit. he's <laughs> a good player whose leg got Absolutely. snapped in two yeah, that's I what happened you
3: see Byron was playing for Forrest against Newcastle the night after our cup game and he set up the first goal and, and was then booted and, and taken off injured right. looked very lively he's, I um, he was, yeah, but injured is was, the key word I mean he's, he's, he's a real sick man well in fairness on this no. occasion Jim the guy took him down from <laughs> well, like the yeah, white side yeah, yeah. but, <laughs> okay, but you know
2: he, he has struggled
1: hasn't he to,
2: to, yeah but to, I mean you maybe.
1: could say that about Many footballers, yeah, and uh, you know, it's like it doesn't stop them being good footballers. You can't mm. sort of go, "Oh, this." Well, we have three. This guy I mean, that's got a magnet yeah. That, yeah. that attracts footballers' boots yeah. to their bones is that's not happening. They, you know, they're getting kicked. Byram at the moment is fit and has been loaned to another yeah. football team, and uh, you know, there's a strong argument that keeping him might have been, you know, might have been the go rather mm. than. An aged I, th- I think and the, the bottom line for me out
3: of all of this is you've just got to look long term. We, we've been going on for years about we want change. The club needs to change from grassroots level. You know, we've seen all the stuff about the training round, and everything else that goes with it. We've got change in that we've got this new manager. We've got change in that half the squad, the first team squad, is different. It's not going to. It's turning a battleship round, isn't it? It doesn't happen like in five minutes. Well, maybe it's to get to down to the kind while, of nitty gritty.
1: So. What about those eleven players on the pitch? Do, do we think there should be? Would, you, would we like to see certain people instead of certain other people? I think. What do we hmm. think about? Uh, you know, Jack Wilshere's role. Uh, what about Sanchez? What about you know, um, you know, Snodgrass. Is not an acquisition over the summer and didn't no. come in out a hundred million pounds. But Pellegrini him, obviously saw him, mm. you know, yeah, I, in training and kind of went, I, you know, I like this guy. Uh, um,
2: is he right? I think we're massively missing Lanzini, and I think Lanzini is the kind of player who would knit things t- together a bit in and around the box. Um, he's a slightly more attacking player than than, than Wilshire, um, but he's got. I, you know, I think it's a better player than Wilshire, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and, uh, with you, I think is an absolute gem of a player, and it's 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 been a really really crucial loss. And I, everyone always coaxes me for it, but I think we're missing Carroll as well because the one thing you get with him is is a different is a different option for people to play on the ball when you are a little bit lacking in do that Do you remember intensity. what you said about
1: Byram, that he gets injured
2: a lot, Jim? Yeah,
1: just, no, I It was only about a, minute, about a minute ago. Uh, yes. It was about like a minute ago you said that. And well, there you go. I, do you remember I that? You that, that? You said that Byram gets injured Look a lot. Look at the, um, st- the win statistics when Carroll starts for West Ham. Yeah, but he's injured a lot. <laughs> I, know. I know. Even that,
3: can you imagine him coming on with 20 minutes to go on Saturday, the day we've just watched, with those crosses that were coming in, that, that, yeah. Not just the crosses, it's the panic he creates amongst the defenders. Yeah. You know they, they, He creates space by the fact his sheer physical presence is drawing people towards him. Absolutely. Literally, literally which lets, literally you know, cannot yeah, count on him. No, no, of course you can. I no, two accept two games that.
0: In I'm not sure. I mean, when he comes back, though, we can, OK, you can't count on him until end of October or whatever else, but can you count on, you know... Um, guy from Arsenal, Vélez, or see, Perez, Perez, sorry. Perez. Perez, Perez, Perez well, he stank the you know. place
2: out at Wimbledon. Yeah, I mean, that well, was like a it. shocking performance. He was terrible against Hernandez. Yeah,
1: I mean, crazy, it, but, it. but, but no. it is a sort of, you know, kind of thing of systems, isn't it? Players for systems, and what, what, what mm. I thought, despite the fact it was a good display at Arsenal, I sort of took away the feeling that that. It was difficult for Wilshire to sort of get in the game because Anderson was doing yeah. what he would do. Also, Snodgrass's instincts, and, and you know, Jim, you, you sort of, I mean, we've both said that in a, in a sense, Snodgrass's sort of best era felt like when he was at Hull, where he was kind yeah. of a number 10. Things went through him, you mm. know. A lot of the play went through Snodgrass, and I think... Um, you know, obviously he does. He's got a good touch, and he he's got but, a bit of skill yeah, about him. So, against
3: Wimbledon, yeah. You know, but it, and what you can't knock him for is his effort. No, but he, it's he lacks a finishing touch, as he showed against Arsenal. But he puts effort, and that's probably what Pellegrini's seen is hmm. the guy does just runs his socks off. Yeah, he presses something like, but something, I mean, that, like, you know, yeah, but something in
1: terms of you know formations. What 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 things hmm. like the sort of diamond show you is you would go we would have lanzini at the top of that diamond we'd have sanchez at the bottom of it everyone would have a role in mm. in that thing and at the moment it felt like there was a slight just conflation of about 5 players in the attacking third sort mm. of getting in each other's way and as you said jim not really on its way on each other's wavelength and that was really clearer against Wolves, Wolves yeah. than oh, it sure. was at Arsenal. Yeah, they yeah. really just didn't have a plan to attack the other team's goal. Mm. And that's something that might you might have to sacrifice a player that's sort of playing okay to make, you know, to... to I mean, Yarmolenko seems to be keener to dribble with the ball mm. than Snodgrass does. You know, Snodgrass likes to pass as, as soon as he gets it. Though, In fact, you know, he will take the ball a few paces. You know, obviously, Wilshere will take the ball on. Uh, but... Yarmolenko, in his cameo, seems quite keen to run with the ball. Quite often sideways across the pitch, but, but he seems keen to sort of run at them
0: with it. Yeah. I mean, the best managers have a plan and know how to play and select a team to fit that plan. Yeah. I mean, I think what we're doing, we're going the other way around. We're getting the players and see what we can do with them. Yeah. And I think that worries me. It, I mean, it reminds me, it used to drive me nuts about the Harry playing players out of position... Yeah, and that's kind of what we're doing now. Yeah, you know, we we yeah okay, we've got five number tens, but we can't play five number tens. No, no, to, that's you right, know, that's right. Yeah, you, know, you know so let's select one. Let's if it's Anderson, let's make it there. If you want to play with a lone striker with an Altovich, then we'll work out what we can do mm, with mm. The other roles. But yeah, you know, Snodgrass mm. is never gonna be the winger that people think he is no um no. Malen, I think showed a lot of promise. I was very worried about Antonio on Saturday you see uh, yeah he yeah. seemed off oh, he yeah. sounded like yeah. he seemed like he, he yeah. sounded like another two weeks in rehab before uh, he could even be near that his, I mean um, yeah
1: sorry go on. you know he does feel like someone who for me their place in the team would be in jeopardy i mm. I feel like i yeah. i'm thinking you know um we did see a change from from uh, uh Pellegrini in the we saw Arthur Masuakas shortcomings and went, I'd rather see Cresswell in that position. And then we did. Uh, and so he obviously was, you know, kind of... Yeah. He saw what we saw and went, I'd rather have, you know, a left-back that that can defend. Yeah. Uh, but if yeah. he watched
0: all the games last year, he'd know that already. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you, know, you, you can play Cresswell and Masuaka together, which mm. would almost be yeah, like yeah. a brighter option. Well, that was than,
2: one of Moyes's sort of... Yeah achievements in a sense was Mm. working out how do I get a bit more pace in the side Uh, I want to go three at the back but I you know I I want Masawaki to play as well so Getting Cresswell in on the left-hand side of Massaro made, made a lot of difference to us last yeah. season.
1: I mean, we are sort of hoping that the, uh, a lot of this is kind of you know sinking into Pellegrini's consciousness and that he's learning something from sort of every game because that very clearly did happen with Moyes. It took him a little while. His first game was up at Watford and he sort of picked a very conservative four-five-one, and we got beat three-nil. And, mm. and uh, mm. people were going, "Oh, new manager bounce," has you know? So if it, but but by the time we got to that Chelsea game where he was where the team was was um subject to injuries as well as being shit he <laughs> really did do things that you saw uh, and saw be effective and work he kind of went who are the only quick players we have and he played all of them. yeah he played yeah. Well, had a blind and Antonio that well. and Masuaku yeah. Yeah. who were the only fast players he was going yeah. we'll have to soak it up and then our three, our quick players will have to attack. Them there was the, the beginnings, Man. there
2: wasn't there, of a of a of a real understanding between Lanzini and Ananatovich, yeah. which yeah. was sort of cut short a little bit after the Huddersfield, the Huddersfield game, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Um, you know, and that little intricate passing in and around the box that led to the Ananatovich goal was stuff that was sort of being tried with Yarmolenko and whatever, mm. and wasn't and isn't hasn't been coming off. And and you know, you got to hope eventually that. Uh, that it might do. I mean, I think come back to Snodgrass. I think he's a bit of a throwback. I think he's like an old-fashioned wide midfielder in a four-four-two. I think that's sort of where you know he lo- he, he belongs almost. In a I think, but he doesn't have the pace. he doesn't so he, doesn't, sort of really, he doesn't really he doesn't really no. And then of course of they, no no he's not a winger. He's like yeah. a he's like a wide midfield player. I, I think um, a bit
0: of the kind of the, the Stuart Downing. He had that brilliant half a season at number ten. And Sam looked at mm. that and thought, okay, great, well done. Now on the wing again. And it's just I'll like, dismantle uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. too radical for me. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. I mean, I think Snodgrass hasn't. He's a he's a wholehearted, decent footballer, but he's he's top championship relegation yeah. team and probably, slightly that, neither that standard, neither fish he? nor that, foul, Yes, I agree I mean, absolutely.
1: Like can, he's a bit of you can just sort of accommodate an Antonio in your team as a kind of strange, um, free radical element, if you've got, you know, Paillet and Lanzini and Noble and Cresswell, who suddenly, because of Paillet's presence, have found their sort of passing boots. You can have this sort of maverick who's got one flank to himself mm. to just bomb on. Because in a way, that's that's sort of what Victor Moses was as well. They, yeah. they, they You know, he was almost Moses's understudy. And, and you know, Moses sort of operates as a bit of a sole trader. He's a random kind of element. However, when you rely on, on Antonio to be your player on that flank and mm. kind of link up with other players and create moves that result in a, in a goal, you might be onto a hiding for nothing. And perhaps Yarmolenko has more just technical ability I like them. I like the look of Yarmolenko. It, you know, he's, feels, building up,
2: yeah. he's building up to match fitness, isn't
0: he? Yeah, yeah. it
1: feels like we've got sort of you know, six players vying for four spots, and now mm. are kind of attacking our uh, are attacking area of the pitch, um, and. Uh you know, sort of wilshire 's inability to get into the game and influence it, I think, is mm. affected by the players around him all trying to do what he does. And, you know, it's, it needs a bit of sifting, doesn't it? To, yeah. to find, and yeah. it might, you know, might have to take some tough decisions. And even though, you know, you like Snodgrass, Jan might be better or, yeah. you know, you just play narrower or something like that, you know. Maybe it is a diamond type thing, but, you know.
0: I would be concerned that uh, is? instead of working us all out, has gone back to the Costa del Chile to... Uh, I,
1: yeah, yeah. Have a little yes. break. Yes, um, that's interesting. Yeah, going yeah. Going off to
0: Margus' hotel or something. I, but Yes, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um So we have an international break uh, in which uh, Manuel's gone home. Um, and our next game is uh, Everton away. And do you... I mean, do you see changes for that? It's hard because the kind of setting up differently for an away fixture than you would for a home fixture becomes redundant when your team is just shit in its most basic form. Hmm. Adaptations to that. I don't team. think that's
2: the way he does. And I, I, I think he's uncompromising. I think you know. I think he he, what, he sets the team out to want to attack, <laughs> um, and it just doesn't always work. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, we've yeah. seen. You know. We're, we have seen in a very small way We've seen him kind of adapt and change The, the sort of Cresswell for Masawaku change was an obvious one I that think he's about there. got
3: the back line right now I mean Fredericks yeah. will take a bit of time to adjust But for me, I mentioned earlier about having consistent teams And consistent lineups. Yes. Just We just need to settle on an eleven and say Look, you're the eleven guys mm. This is the system Stick with it for two or three games Make changes during the game if you need to Invariably we probably will need to but just just make it clearer to the starters, you're the first 11 let's see what you can do. Because mm. he's, he's, he's had his little tinkering for four matches now. Let's get a steady line-up, the back line, keep them as they were from the start on Saturday for whatever failings some of them have got, and then build up from there. And then let's just see how we go. Yeah. I think
2: it's absolutely crazy. You're going to play two centre-halves instead of the three, they have to get used to playing together yeah. week in, week out. They have I've to know when you know when to when one of them's going to drop. Where, you know who they There has to be a, a almost like a telepathy between them, effectively. And uh, those two, I think, are decent individual yeah, I that players. Fledgling They've got possibly the makings yeah. of a. a
1: partnership sort of work pretty well. Yeah. They're sort of they're both quite quick, and they both don't mind bringing the ball out of defence. You know, they're sort of, um, you know, neither is painfully slow like. Winston Reid or James Collins, uh, they're both fairly mobile. They're both quite quick. Uh, Diop is a giant and uh, covers a lot of ground with his long legs quite quickly. Mm. And uh, but I thought they both, you know, that uh, you know, Balbuena's been around the block, but but Diop is young, but look very promising. I thought he looked, you know, I, just,
0: I just wonder who's leading that. Yeah, so, I wonder. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, Balbuena calls himself, you know, the general. The general, but, but it's more sort of private pike at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's just. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I I don't know if we can play back four. I don't know. You know, Elmer did not think that bringing Cresswell inside and putting Massuak on the outside would not be a better option. Oh, I okay. think, it, no, no, we, I we think it possibly do. would, do but, but the problem Pellegrini, is Pellegrini is never going to do that. He? But yeah, he's, yeah, ch- he's changed change everything in front of him. You know, yeah, he, he's, you know, it has to be a little bit of. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> well, <a> bit, uh, <laughs> yeah, certainly a big band-aid that Billich put on things was when he changed to a back three. Might have been the first yeah, season yeah. of the Thunderdome, or maybe the second, but there yeah. was one game where he switched to a back but three. It, it was the Moyes,
0: Masuaku. Yeah, 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 yes,
1: that's right. Uh, it was interesting, I was thinking about players, you know... I, uh, what 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 was what really struck me about uh, Moyes' changes last season were they were almost the first time you could really clearly see what a football manager does and also mm. what Bilic had done badly. Bil- you know, Moyes' um, fixing of things that were bad under Bilic, you absolutely could see. You know, I think it was the Arsenal game, the second game in that week that we got a nil-nil out of and, you know, an unexpected do, point. Pete Ward said... The more I'm watching this, the more I hate Slavon Village now. And we'd all loved him. We'd all loved him. But well, you just saw the shortcomings. We felt that.
2: I know, you know, we had lots yeah. of conversations about it. But the overwhelming majority of fans, as far as one could tell, did not like Moyes. Did no, not no. want him. It was very strange, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, were and were highly negative about, about him. Um, and I, mean, I know Sully Sullivan is massively unpopular but i think he's a populist and i think he wants to be popular and i think i think he is hugely influenced by Mm. um by the kind of the kind of kind of sort of waves of feeling that come through i know but Um,
0: we you know i'm involved with Wisa and our chairman mark walker sat down with him last year and he said this would change we're going to sit there we're going to have a director of football we're going to have a scouting system we can look at players the manager will you know we will not sign people off youtube and that clearly just hasn't happened and he spent a hundred million pounds unless pellegrini was at, you know ashton gate watching fredericks play Mm, away mm. from home or whatever else you know he doesn't seem to have kept those promises and yes he can say all the right things that's why he has these calamitous interviews but unless he actually you know this has been going on for seven years this whole thing at the olympic stadium has been going this is our third season Mm. and we are just repeating the same mistakes you know tragedy then farce and what happens yeah. when it gets to the sixth time yeah. and I just don't know if they've got it within them to sort it out and it's okay appointing sort of you know Hussi and Pellegrini and whatever else in their backroom team but unless the enti- if the entire structure at the top of the football club is rotten it's not going to work. Yes. And we, what we're trying to do, we either throw money at it, change it. I mean, he's got a terrible record in recruiting managers yeah. in the way he's done it. Well, and this, this,
2: this feels terribly like Zola-Grant on repeat, mm, doesn't it? Mm. And no doubt and then there'll then be we'll a on episode and then or we'll something. Flip, yeah. And we'll flip back to Allardyce, Moyes, you know. There yeah. is this kind of kind of vacillation, isn't there, Between between, well, I want to give the fans what they want, which is flair and attacking football and whatever. But of course... We never quite have, as you say, the organisation, the resources, and the whatever to, 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 to be able to deliver results through that consistently. See, I, 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 you know, I can take defeats like the one at Arsenal, as, as as we've said, you know, because it was a really entertaining game to watch, and we probably should have should have won it. Um, it's much harder to accept the kind of thing we've seen with the two home the home games yeah, this season yes. isn't it and 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 in a way there's a sort of kind of there is a kind of qu- pro quo here. I mean I you know the, the, we either want the traditional West Ham way of attacking football, Cavalier football, vainglorious defeat, and so on. Or we want Premiership survival <laughs> consistently. Um, we want Alan Kerbishley, you know, but I will always finish 10th and be really boring, and I'll play d National on his on his own, up on his own when we're already safe, and there'll be nobody near him, you know. Oh, so think
0: mean, we were boring. told we were moving on from that, though. We were told mm. we were moving on. That was the whole point of moving to the the Thunderdome, the whole point of moving on. But, you know, the point is, we, you know, and, but also, this is 2018. We are playing like it's, you know, 2008, 1998, mm. whatever else. And there's not, you know, you look at the the setup. someone like Bournemouth has got, it's an incredible thing, you yeah. read what goes on behind and it. And I mean,
1: they play a style of football that is a bit sort of somewhere between those two things. It's, it's, it's pragmatic, yeah. but it is, what it is, is enterprising. It's not backheels and but flicks. But also, and... you look
0: at the club, and it's been built up, yeah. Yeah. over time, yeah. incremental success, Lay- Add in layers Absolutely. and rather than just like chucking it in the bin and empty a bucket of cash over and expect it to work yeah it's just insanity to keep yeah. doing this and expecting it to change
1: no it's very strange i mean we you Sorry. know you could accept that we got you know sort of a bit worse than when paille lost interest and eventually left the club but you should have still had a kind of base on which you could build but it's in fact we just you know it's, a, it's it's mm. it's 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 a just a rebuilding on kind of you know clay you know all the time and it, it, it you know that there is a worry that, that that is eventually going to become unstuck because it, it, it just you know will, will ultimately will go down
2: well the trajectory minutes. has been. Downward since yeah. that Billich final um, season at the Berlin
1: hasn't it yeah, just talking about the populism one thing
0: that I always remember I was at the, the 5-1 in 1989 we lost against Liverpool and got relegated yes. and I don't think it was a relegation that got John Lyle sacked Is when he was going to take off Stuart Slater and the away fans us, reacted very badly and he changed his mind I think that kind of populism where you're driven by <laughs> is what can kill you and I think that's what the, the, the board yes. saw that and thought he doesn't know his own mind anymore and, no, yeah, and right. ended up mm, mm. sacking him for whatever, whatever yes. reason yes
1: yeah yeah on that cheery note on that cheery note <laughs> yes I mean, this might be our time to uh, uh, have predictions for our away fixture at Everton um, oh god someone go first 1-1 one, one. One, all. excellent
0: we'll sign it we'll sort out we'll sort out the defence and score a
2: penalty
1: yeah, good. Jim.
2: Something weird is going to happen and we will win 2-1.
3: 2-1. Jim. If I predict us losing, we'll win. So I'm going to say 2-0 to Everton. 2-0 to Everton. Standard fare.
1: Yeah. Everton won West Ham 3, I'd <laughs> say, optimistically.
0: Still my favourite away game was the uh, the Piatageddon. Oh, oh, my yeah. God, that yeah. was amazing. <laughs> Which is... Uh...
1: Yes,
2: yes. Um, I, I enjoyed Ilan's diving header yeah. uh,
1: that was to take it to one all wasn't that it? was no, a no, draw yeah,
2: to all yeah, I, I think yeah. possibly actually
1: yeah yeah. yeah.
0: also a place where picky only managed to get himself sent <laughs>
2: it <something>. oh god <laughs> I mean, yes yes <laughs>
1: celebrating not
2: oh. to celebrate um, <laughs> we've had very thin pickings up there Timmy Breakers
1: little cheeky header
2: yes yeah, um, very, very few we, did, we went down six when we did, was six, that yeah. yeah was
1: that uh, was that oh the God. goalkeeper gets sent off it feels like that's happened a couple of times up yeah there. his gets like
3: sent it. off up there was we, we had about 85-86 we when we were playing the third second and third place we lost three oh, nil yeah. oh, the, well, well you read all the they politicians they've they 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 been on the piss <laughs> since Saturday <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right well uh,
1: on that cheery note I mean we've had some cheery predictions of possible results for that for that game we we've had wins. Jim, I think you went for a, you're I, the only one that I'm went the through. only one who I reckons we're going to yeah, lose, yeah.
3: Because I say, if I ever bet on a match, i always lose. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. I'm Phil Whelans. With me have been uh, Jim Grant. Cheerio. George Mann. Good night. Jim Monroe. Cheers, fellas. Come on, you Irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this
0: podcast
1: at westhampodcast.com Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks.